Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of Writing Raw. I'm joined today with the Cobra, Cobra Strike. Yeah. We also have Cam. We are in a concrete room, so there's going to be some background noise, just like the way we like it. It's our concrete jungle. We feel comfortable in here. Well, I feel comfortable in here. These guys probably don't feel too comfortable. Well, this place sucks. Easy. <laughs> this is our synagogue. Um, I wanted to dive in. Last week was a crazy week for me. Um, I talked to you guys a little bit about this. I had this uh, this single mom up the street. Uh, she reached out to me. I think it was on Sunday. It was a, last Sunday morning. Um, her son, who's 16, uh, his best friend committed suicide. And her son locked himself in his room Friday night. He wouldn't come out of his room. <clears throat> so she asked me to come over and try to have a conversation with him, which, of course, they did. Uh, and as soon as I went over to the house, you know, I knocked on the door, and I said, hey, man, I'm here. We need to talk this out. And he opened the door for me. Uh, and I went in there, and I saw this frame of a 16-year-old boy just, sh- like, shaking, crying. And you could tell. And I could tell by his, uh, his physical demeanor. Like, yeah, I've been, I, I know that. I, I know the smell in this room right now, right? The... The, the neck of it, the rim of his shirt was all wore down. You can tell he's been pulling it up, pulling on his eyes. And this kid is just convulsing and crying in front of me. He can't, he can't say any words. And realistically, he's never, he's never dealt with anything that deep before. Um, we did a lot of quiet time. Did a lot of leading the best that I could. But, of course, the kid, he wasn't going to talk very much anyway. Um, Fast forward through a little bit of the week. I told the mom I was going to come through and check on the kid, which I did. The uh, kid was a complete wreck still. Um, and then on Friday, uh, well, Thursday night leading into Friday, Friday was the funeral, and the mom, she couldn't take she couldn't take him to the funeral because she had to work. Work wouldn't let her off. And her son said, hey, man, is it cool if he, if he goes with me? Can you, can you take me? So I took this kid to, uh, to, his, to his best friend's funeral. <clears throat> And it was a Buddhist funeral. I've never been to a Buddhist funeral before. It was, I think, three hours long. For the first hour, these monks up front, they just chanted. So you stood there and you listened to these chants, and it was, I'm going to be honest with you, it was, it was very, man, it was like they were rinsing away the pain, you know, the different. I, I, what I took away from it, and I don't know anything from anything, but I think the goal was to try to, take that soul and like lift it up into into the heavens right these steps these different chants they were doing it felt like it was just hitting me in these waves the energy was just unreal but afterwards you know uh, they laid him in the ground and what I saw was this 16 year old boy out there with his other high school friends and the way that they you know it was the first time that I've seen in a long time where you get these a group of kids or younger adolescents and none of them were on their phones. That was the amazing thing. So you've got this group of like 14 kids, boys, girls, different races, different ethnicities. None of them have their phones on them. And they're out there and just like they're pointing, they're laughing. They're having a good time. So you can see where um, when you get around a good group of people through a hard time, how you can heal each other, right? And out there, obviously, there was a the balance of from from my standpoint, the balance of that feminine energy and then that feminine, that other balance of the masculine energy. You got boys and girls out there, you know. Um, it, it's something that I've myself uh, that I've accepted for me is for the longest time I was always so trapped in my in my masculine warrior energy, right? That fire, that feist. But it wasn't until I got knocked down on my knees, just like this kid was. He had his mom with him, but he needed masculine energy, energy to kind of lead him in that next step of his healing process, right? For, I think, a man to say, hey, man, it's okay to cry. And, and one of my takeaways from that, that funeral, when, they're, uh, when the guy in charge, I don't know what they call it in the Buddhist culture, but there was a guy who was like, he went up to the pulpit. And he was saying, you know, he was talking about the kid and bringing stories up about the, you know, the deceased boy. And he said, one very... Uh, positive attribute that I've always seen about this kid was he never showed emotion even in the hardest times when this kid was faced with something really bad 
he would never cry and he would never be emotional. He was always so strong. And of course, that could be a culture thing for sure. But in, in my perspective, I just wanted to stand up and scream. Like, here you, you're talking about a kid that took his life, but you're applauding him because he can never show his emotion. Like, he would never cry. Do you ever feel safe to cry? Because I, I know for myself that my weakest point was when I finally just had to let everything go, all those emotions, everything that had happened, I finally just had to let it go, and I felt like it fell to my knees. And, of course, me accepting that feminine side of myself to heal inside. That's when I started a lot of my, my healing process. So for this last two years, it's been a balance of accepting the feminine and giving the reins to the masculine and back and forth and finding that balance in order to heal. But the biggest thing is surrounding myself with that core of people, just like the kids did at the funeral. This group of kids, they were all feeling the same thing. They've all just went through the same traumatic thing, and they trusted each other in that moment. They all cried. I saw 16-year-old boys crying in front of 16-year-old girls and vice versa. And as sad of a situation it is, as it is, it's they were all being exposed to each other. They were all accepting of each other's feelings. There was no judgment. They weren't saying, "Oh, look, you know, look at this guy, the macho guy over here." There was none of that. It was just acceptance, and you could finally they were just free. And then you could see like the smiles and the hugs, and it was just it was a beautiful thing. It was just a beautiful thing. Eventually, later on in the week, I, uh, this, this last weekend, I went on a, uh, a road trip. I threw that kid in the car with me, 16 years old, and I said, hey, man, we're just going to hit the road. And a lot of people underestimate what a good road trip can do for you. You know, windows down. 100%. Yeah. The vibes, windows down. You've got the playlist going, ripping through the mountains. What I did initially on the way up, I, went, I ended up going to uh, Luray Caverns. Nice. On the way up, we took the highway. And this kid just kept falling asleep in the chair. I've never seen somebody, like, fall asleep so much. But on the way back, after we hit the caverns, I took the back roads right through the mountains, and you got all those sights all around you, and the kid was more aware, and he was, he was awake the whole time. And by the end of it, he was talking more. He was having those conversations. So that's, like, I think it's one of the tidbits that I would ever give my kid, you know. If you're ever feeling in a bad way or somebody that you're with, you're in a bad way, they, you don't know what to do, throw that ass in the car. Put the music on. Put those windows down. And hit that reset button. It's, it's it almost costs nothing. A full tank of gas for me. A Fleetwood Mac playlist. I don't know what it is for you, Cobra. <laughs> well, but it's I mean, the uh, Anderson Pack album album called Malibu. Man, start to finish, press play, don't touch it. It's good, man. It's good. We've got a very good vibe here when it comes to like music. We all love music here, and we all share it. Music is a great healer. A great, great healer. Hmm. But yeah, that was uh, that was the last weekend. There's been a lot of things going on, a lot of things moving for me, uh, for us, the guys that I have here. Uh, we finally we're taking things to the next step. I would say, we're creating the website, the logo, the time. Uh, and, and if anybody's listening, you got anybody in? The, we're out here in the DMV area. If you got anybody who wants to do like a photo shoot, by all means, shoot us a DM because we're looking to take pictures for the new website. We greatly appreciate that. Always looking for plug. It's <laughs> yeah, a plug. You got to use what you can, right? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I'm already X that. amount of thousands in the hole for this thing. Um, we we had a conversation the other day that I wanted to that I wanted to touch on. Um, catcalling. What is what does catcalling mean to you, Cobra? <laughs> Toss it right over there. Grenades. Toss it right over there. What do you mean? Like, what is it? Like, the definition of it? Or, like, what is it? Like, uh, what, what do you mean? Yeah. Well, let's put it this way. It's almost sundress season, right? <laughs> yes, it it's is. It's almost sundress season. It's like 70 degrees outside right yeah, now. Yeah, I know. It's nice. So, mm. sundress season. Sundress is walking the street. Construction workers out there start catcalling. The whistles start happening. Tell me what it means to you. Well, to me personally, like catcalling doesn't mean anything to me, but I understand where it comes from, um, why why people do it. Uh, honestly, I almost want to say it happens on both sides. I think females do it as well. It just looks different. It know? does. It does. Um, but I do think it's com- it comes from a very primal thing, in my opinion. I think Agreed. it happens just about every animal kingdom. You know what I mean? It's literally like uh, 
dogs, lions, they can smell a woman in heat, you know, or a female in heat from, from miles away. And those lions do what? They grunt. It's a cat call, man. You know what I mean? Um, but we are more sophisticated than lions. We have um, opposable thumbs. Right. So we should be able to rein that in. Conduct ourselves. You know? <laughs> um, as humans, right? But, uh, I mean, I, I think there's a bunch of guys out there just just having fun. They think it's, think it's cool. They think it's, I don't know, endearing. But, honestly, I think there are probably some. I'm, I'm going to get canceled for saying this, man. But there's probably some women that, that do find it endearing. You know what I mean? And I think that, that muddies the waters, though, because there are some women it feels like it's disrespectful. But if for some women it works, that man's going to keep doing what works. You know, and then he's going to run into that woman where it doesn't work for her, and she's going to be offended by that. Correct. You know, so. And I think this, that's the basis for a lot of the stuff that I'm doing here. I'm going to let Cam, Cam's over here. Chomping at the chomping bit. Chomping at the bit right now. <laughs> We've only got two microphones, so we're kind of sharing because we're, we're learning how to share. Mm-hmm. Um, but my goal uh, when I started a lot of this, when I started in the captions, I knew a lot of guys, they're not going to read poetry. I don't even consider myself a poet. I'm just a writer. I'm a guy just throwing a bunch of words out here right now, just venting his emotions. When I said, man, how do I fix this? Because I'm a fixer. That's, that's what I do. If I was to try to make this world a better place for my kid, how do I go about it? And I do get feedback from the field, and they say, why don't you try to reach out to more males? It's like, I can, but guys don't read. And I just so happen to write. I just so happen to paint. We play music, but guys really don't do that type of stuff. You know, it's interesting you say that because they are, I feel like guys are more apt to writing, though. You know what I mean? Like, we'll write all day, but we won't read. You know? Yeah. That's crazy to me. Mm-hmm. We will absolutely write our you know, write information down, thoughts, all that stuff. But as far as reading. Well, you got books that go on for days. I do. You know, Fred's got books. I've read some of For Fred's sure. stuff, and it's like... Yeah. I'm not saying all guys. No, yeah, not, not, not all, not all guys. guys. Not but I'm saying as a whole, you mm-hmm. know? Absolutely. Um, but we have it in us, so some of us do let it out. But yeah. going back to the topic, I knew that guys aren't going to read my stuff, for the most part. You can look at the, the numbers themselves. I'm on a business account, so I look at the stats. Uh, still 86% of the field that follow me are female. Wow. Females are the readers, Right. Could be the topic too, though. you know what I mean? No, for yeah. sure. Listen, man, I've got a talent, right? <laughs> <laughs> but no, it, it was if I can write this way and send this message and let the woman, if I can let the feminine understand it from our perspective, then they could apply some of these things to bring themselves up to challenge that male. Because at the end of the day, I think all males are the workers. We are workers. If you put if you put your sundress on the shelf and don't let me get to it as easy, I'm going to work for it, right? Mm-hmm. If you're walking down the street and you're the attractive one and, like, I feel that energy, like, wow, am I going to catcall her? Yeah, yeah, probably not. Probably not. Yeah. And if I do catcall her and she gives me that look that puts me back in my place, I'm not going to catcall you again, right? Mm-mm. I'm probably going to, like, come down there with – I'm going to read some of my stuff off Instagram and try to come <laughs> at you with a line or something, right? I'm going to come at you like – more, you know, uh, respectful, if you will. Hey, I can, I have, I can raise my hand and say I have the ability to contain the animal inside of me, that primal animal. Because I do agree with you. I do agree that on a primal sense, I am a man and I am here to breed. I think that's kind of my goal in life. Not my goal, but that, that primal side of me is breed. Breed. Create that legacy. Build that last name, if you will keep going I think that's the primal side I agree man just are you man enough to control it can you conduct yourself and one of the points that you and I talked about see I'm bringing you into this in case I go down for you you attach to it but when you have if I'm a guy in a club and I can find like a girl and I've got nothing against one night stands right but if I can find this on a nightly basis where it's that easy then I'm just going to think it's that easy. I'm not going to be challenged. I don't have to bring my man out. If You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So in a way, I'm kind of being trained. It's that easy. Yeah. But I think it, and then it also depends on what you're looking for that night. You know, um, you know how to turn 
it on and turn it off. You know, if you are if you aren't looking to go out and meet the person you want to spend the rest of your life with, whatever, you're probably more apt to doing the catcalling because you're not looking for that woman that's not going to be receptive to that, if that makes sense. You know what I mean? But if you know you're looking out or you're going out to look for uh, the woman that you want to give your last name to, you're probably not even approaching her with a cat call. Absolutely. Know? You're probably nervous about even approaching her, you know? So. I got a lot to catch up on. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, a couple of things I thought of because it, it ran it ran the whole time. There's the whole negative side of catcalling where we've all seen it, the guy who catcalls and the girl's like, you pig or whatever. She does, she gives that look yeah. and he just trucks through, you know? Yeah. Then then it becomes a problem of like harassment or whatever. Um, I think that's something to be thought of as well, like the that's guys true. who just won't give it up. Mm-hmm. Um, I think those guys are probably the guys that's, that's all they're looking for though, you know what I mean? That's probably yeah. why they won't give it up because that's all they're looking for. Yeah. yeah. Um, as far as the reaching, reaching the guys thing, I think two points. Uh, I would, I'm confident to say, in a majority, a lot of guys aren't looking, aren't actively looking for betterment. They're, they're. I would argue a lot of guys are like, I'm, I'm good. Life's good. They might have a wife already. They're just living their life. They might not be acting, ideally. And on top of it, when it comes to, say, a writing page, the way I look at it, and uh, it's not really something that affects me with this topic, but say you're scrolling on Instagram and somebody's looking over your shoulder. There's a big old group of guys out there that, like, see a, a, a typewriter poetry come across their feed and, like, what is that? You know. So, like, embarrassment, you think? Yeah, yeah. Like, so, I don't want to be caught. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. What are you following this page for, bro? Exactly, <laughs> but yeah, I get it. For most, for most guys or some, I'm like, oh, I don't, I don't know, it was an accident or whatever. Guys like us, me, I got no problem with that. I was poetry page. Like, why do you follow a poetry page? I get this shit from my brother every once in a while, and it's like some good shit on here, man. <laughs> you know, I'm learning. I'm learning every day. I'm on Instagram learning. That's how you know it's different. <laughs> <laughs> for sure, man. Um. Yeah, man. The I think catcalling. That's I. I don't really have much of a stance on it. I've never thought of it much till now. Yeah, me either, man. Honestly, I've never done. I think it. you just. I yeah, I've never done. So it I've either, never had myself in the shoes. Yeah. I would almost say it's easy to like, like I I grouped all those guys in you know, in 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 one category you know like guys that do catcall and guys that don't catcall. You know what I mean? Like, I I judge them, honestly, you know? Um, I feel like they are – I'm not even going to go down the road. I'm just going to say that. That's that's part of the reason why I don't do it. One, I just think it's – I don't know. It's childish. It's, it's kind of childish. childish. <laughs> it's, 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 it, yeah, it's kind of childish, man. And I, and I think yeah. there's nothing wrong with you. Like, a lot of people say, like, don't judge them based on what they're doing. No. And, and I think that's the place that I'm at in life. I, of course, you know, I go through the peaceful phase, and it's like, if, if you don't need to be messing with my with my peace, I just I walk away from a situation. Some conversations, topics, people to bring up, it's like, no, I'm not even going to get into it with you. Because, like, the conversation that's happening right now, I can tell you may not be receptive to that, that man side of me, right? Mm-hmm. You may not be able to process the things that I'm saying. But in a catcall situation... Um, if, if I'm in that space, especially with my kid, and we work with a lot of guys that do catcall, right? Now that your animal is coming out, my animal's coming out to challenge you. You remember the story when uh, we had that work trip up in Michigan, and one of those other guys, he reached his hand up that girl's skirt, right? I wasn't on that trip. No, well... <laughs> He reached his hand up this girl's skirt them, that yeah. he thought was throwing her mixed signals or throwing her good signals. He thought, quote, unquote. Um, she told him to stop. Then he tried it again, and she screamed stop. And that time, our boss, and our boss has got three daughters, and our boss is a dude you do not want to tussle with. I, I guarantee you that. And boss grabbed that dude, and he put him up against the wall. You know, mm-hmm. Now that your animal's out, you're going to meet my animal. 
And it's not necessarily like protecting her in general. It's the, it's the whole like strategic way of looking at this entire environment. Because as soon as you allow that to happen, you're telling everybody else it's okay. Now that you're like, you're, if you're the one making the cat call, in my opinion, let's say you're on a construction site and you've got 20 other guys. You're making the cat call. Right now, you're the lion right now roaring out there saying like, hey, what's up? So you're letting all of those younger ones, if you will, the other people, you don't, they don't even have to be younger, more impressionable people, that that's okay. Does that make sense? Yeah. I mean, I also think that there's two sides to it, you know, um, because there are, like, it's, it's our responsibility to be men, adult men, and understand, you know, right from wrong. You know, I get that. I get that side of it. But like you, like you mentioned earlier, um, if it if it never worked, we wouldn't do it. Well, that's that's you a huge I mean? point right there. Because out of a cat call, out of one hundred people you cat call at, there may be one or two people who bite onto it. Mm-hmm. There will be. Yeah. And then you'll do it again. Then you'll do it again. You'll do it again. You know. Um, one of my unpopular opinions, and this is probably unpopular wrong among um, males, is I personally do believe that you know women run the world in a, in a roundabout way. I agree um, with that. Because at the end of the day, like if if males have such a a bad stigma to them right now because of how we act, the things we do, et cetera, et cetera, right? One way to change that is to change what women accept. You know what I mean? Hallelujah. Like we're not going to do things that don't work. Correct. You know what I Absolutely. mean? Absolutely. You have those onesies, twosies, and they probably are mental basket cases. You know what I mean? But at the end of the day, if a woman, if, if women collectively said, we're only going to accept men that have these standards, guess what happened to the species of men? They're all going to meet those standards. Now you just changed. You know what I mean? Yep. But if we don't have to change, if we don't have to evolve, you're not going to. Agreed. That makes sense. That's what I said. It's like two sides to it. So you have the construction worker on the site, and he's making his cat call or whatever and the younger guys that are in their early 20s or whatever they see it and it's like man like that works i'm gonna do it too or it's like man that didn't work actually she came over here and slapped him <laughs> not doing that again yeah know? so not to say that she need to come put her hands on her but um but you get what i'm saying no absolutely yeah. but it could go to the extreme where I mean, you see it on social media all the time mm-hmm. um what is it cam it's six foot six inches six figures you know yeah. That golden standard. Now, obviously, not all of us can meet that standard. You guys probably. I'm already up in that standard. But. You know what? <laughs> but in the grand scheme of things, there are certain things that, like, guys, you know, physically. We, but there are certain things that you could physically change. Absolutely. The percentage of men that can actually, or the male, you know, looking at the male again, the percentage of males that can actually lift their body weight in a deadlift, for instance. Go take care of yourself. Go to the gym. Eat right. Three times my body weight, by the way. But. <laughs> nice plug. <laughs> Go to the gym. Do some things for yourself, you know. It's not only for the longest time I would go to the gym just so I looked big. Right? I did. That's me calling myself out right now. I went to the gym so I look. I could look bigger than you. I can look bigger than you. And then, of course... I think we had a conversation several years ago where it's like, why do we go to the gym? It's if my truck ever ends up in a ditch, I want to be able to pull it out, right? Mm -hmm. So it's like, all right, more useful strength with your muscles. But at the end of the day, it's we're taking care of of our bodies, right? Iron your shirt. Something as simple as that. Iron your shirt before you go on that (laughs) date, bro. You know? Take care of yourself. Clean that house up. Do these things. And now that I'm in the place where it's like I do these things, you know, you iron your shirt, you start to find more peace for yourself. And once you once you really start taking care of yourself, um, it's everything around you, and you're gonna you're gonna attract that level of person that you're looking for, and you're not gonna have to catcall them. Oh yeah, one hundred percent. Like now I don't have to catcall. Yeah. Them. And yeah. if it doesn't come to me, that's okay too. Because it's no longer like forcing everything. I don't need to force having this girl for the night for my own validation. Now that I found my own validation, I, I just I don't I don't need it anymore. But that animal is still in there. Still got a leash on him though. 
I would almost say any respectable man probably doesn't catcall. Every what? Any respectable man probably doesn't catcall. Any man so. that you could say, like right now, that you would look up to, you would say, man, I admire that guy. I guarantee he's probably not a guy that would catcall. You know? I almost guarantee that. Absolutely. You know? Absolutely. Cam, you got something more on this topic? You, uh, I was gonna, I was gonna make my way to that, Cobra. Yeah, I stole your thunder. A little bit. <laughs> I'm gonna still, I'm gonna still make it rain. Um, you referred to to a cat call as a lion letting the pride know, but I, you know, I, I can see why, but it, it's to me like hyenas yipping, like nobody who's cat calling has a big meal sitting at home. They're picking up the scraps. Yeah, true. And uh, that's just. That's how I, how I can make it up in my head. It, and it roundabouts to what you just said, is nobody that I feel like I'd admire or look up to, anything like that. They would, probably don't do that. Yeah, it wouldn't no, be doing anything do like that. that. I would say any, any man that, that makes a habit of doing that probably probably does have low self-esteem. Well, boys down you to know? respect, I um, think. And, yeah, lack of respect for himself, yeah, yeah for sure. And he's probably, he probably covers up a lot, you mm. know. Yeah, man. All right, now I'm going to spin this up a little bit. I'm going to throw this curveball. I guarantee you throwing that curveball at me. All right, so Cobes. <laughs> well, actually, this is this is more uh, guided towards Cam. Yes. Because Cam is a lot younger, so he's a lot more technologically savvy. So like you said a second ago, Cobra, uh, females raise the standard – Guys have to meet that standard because uh, they want that thing, right? Mm-hmm. So now I have to do these things. I have to challenge myself. I have to do the work. I want to dive into artificial intelligence. I know this is going to come a little bit woozy, you know, this big talk of Twitter or whatever, AI. Um, I was over at uh, – I went over to my buddy's house, and he's got these four kids sitting on the floor Indian style, and his computer is plugged into his TV, and he's teaching them about AI. And this guy is all types about coding. He's He knows computers left and right, right? And I said, what's your gauge on what's going to happen with this thing? And, and he's not young. He's like 50. He's been in the game for a minute, right? Mm-hmm. I said, what's your gauge on, on AI right now, today? And this was two or three weeks ago. He said, right now AI is a baby. And what this baby is doing is it's reading every book in the world. He said, in five years, it is going to be a heavyweight juggernaut okay so right, that makes sense you know whatever computers are just gonna take over the world whatever that's that's my i'm horrible with technology i'm carburetors and typewriter right horrible with technology and he said and i said what is this going to do to relationships and he said they're already building apps right now for you to have a significant other that you can talk to all day so here I am. I want to get in a relationship. I want somebody to talk to, to give X amount of whatever type of validation I'm looking for, to talk about my day. Oh, people are going to eat that up, man. Yeah, they're going to they're, want, they're wanting that in their significant other right now. Correct. You know, their human significant other. They're wanting that right now. Yep. You know. So he says, what you do is you create your girlfriend. So now I've got Susie. And the program asked me, you know, what do you like about women? Like me? I love sundresses. <laughs> I've got a thing for those sundresses. Curly hair. All of my things. You know, all of the... Let's say the kinks, the fetishes, everything that you'd ever want in a relationship. And it builds this person. And then you take this little test, and it tells you what type of... Uh, there's already tests out there for like Enneagram, right? All these different tests that tell you about your personality. So now Susie matches up with your personality. Perfectly. Yep. This perfect little thing. And of course, every now and then, I'm sure they would put some bug in there to where you'd have a little fight or something. But it's going to be creative or constructive, right? <laughs> Susie's going to tell you everything that you need to, you know, everything that she thinks you want to hear throughout the day. Create the fights. Talk about what you're having for lunch. What time are you coming home, right? And then to take it one step further, have you seen these, uh, these VR headsets that you could straight up watch porn in? It's a real thing. I have a VR headset. I haven't watched porn in it, though. Okay. But you can really... I don't even have a VR headset. Um, but, yeah... You can, you can literally watch porn 
almost like real stuff right there in front of you. It's like the action. So it's no longer like when guys used to be magazines, right? Then it was your iPhone. And now you're going to have this. Now you with VHSs, man. <laughs> VHS. DVDs. Yeah. But now you have this, this <laughs> console right over your face, and it is right there. Yeah. You know? And, and I was... <laughs> I forget who I was talking to, but I was like, what's next? You know, you can you can download this app and they'll send you a scratch and sniff sticker. So now you can smell <laughs> it, too. So now you've got how many senses going at the same time? You've talked to Susie all day. Now Susie is in your headset. And then it's one of the, I'm not going to say shortages to males, but to females, like the sex toy industry, it's essentially built for them, if you will, right? Mm-hmm. Um, what happens when AI builds the perfect male plug-in so now you can have an all-day conversation with Susie. You can put your headset on. You can plug yourself into the wall, and Susie <laughs> will take care of you. And then you take your headset off, you go take your shower, and then you sit on your beanbag chair and eat Cheetos. <laughs> right? A- am terrible. I wrong here? That's terrible. Man. It is terrible. That's terrible. What's going to happen if, if, if computers can take over? And, of course, like, are you going to miss the warmth of a uh, woman in your can't bed? reproduce. You can't reproduce. Can't reproduce. But what if it isn't just about reproduction? Because I'm sure there is. there are ways to reproduce without you laying with a woman. Yes or no? I mean, sure. I mean, they, they've, it's 2023. They figured it out. They figured you know? it out. I just don't think that they'll ever be able to figure out the whole... Let me, let me add this concoction for you. Okay. Add to yeah, it, Cam. another thing. There's a... Uh, not to mention these things called uh, deep fakes. I don't know what y'all's a favorite what? celebrity is. A deep fake? A deep fake? Yeah. Teach me, so Cam. Think, think of your favorite celebrity. Now, I thought there's AI uh, full-on porn videos and nudes of that person. Even though that person's never Correct. been in a... That's just like wow. uh, they just de- uh, deep fakes and AI just came out with pictures of Trump being arrested on the street and it had to be, it was a whole debunk like he didn't actually. Oh, get that was that because uh, I've seen yeah okay yeah it's fake it's all AI. I mean I knew it was fake I didn't know yeah. how to uh, okay yeah so same thing so you have that and I just saw a video of a uh, a kid at his I'm air quoting prom uh, he was in his room VR headset headphones whole nine and his mom is recording him dancing with a uh like some anime character on the screen like that's crazy he's not at school he's not going to prime he's not getting these experiences not socializing he socializing in a way friends online but i just want to toss that into the bowl for y'all that's crazy i feel like everybody's gonna be doing things now just to uh like the actual experience doesn't matter it's what you can post on the internet and get likes for it though you know what i mean yeah the, um, the internet life is going to be more or the vr life is going to be more important than the actual real life experience. Correct. That's going to be crazy. Then what you do is you just create more people who, you know, they never have to deal with. Relationships have conflict. That's why so many people run away from them. And a lot of people, they have conflict because, uh, to me, it's always been, this, this, is, my, this is my perspective, uh, emotional immaturity and uh, their ego is in the wrong position in life, right? So you're emotionally immature and you can't go through a conflict. So what's the easy way out? You run. Yeah, you run. And you run right into one of these these programs. You can never deal with conflict. So now the relationship part is out. And this is all, of course, theory. But, of course, I think it was eight years ago I had a theory Tesla was going to blow up. So I'm kind of on to something oh, here. <laughs> what did they do? They blew up, right? Yeah, you and thousands of other people had that yeah, same I know. <laughs> but anyways, let's just say that this – because, I mean – you look at, like, dating apps. There's nothing wrong with dating apps if you want to use dating apps. But to me, it kind of forces you in those... There's no fate component, right? Mm-hmm. There's, there's no fate. And, of course, there's a lot of people that do come out very positive in a way when it comes to a dating app. For sure. But a lot of people... We talked to a coworker of ours, and he said, I don't want to get in real clothes and go to the coffee shop or go to the grocery store. Yeah. I just want to sit on my couch, say yes, and out of these X amount of people, somebody say, do you want to go bowling with me? Right. right? It's like, so you're not going to put in any work outside of just that one thing? You're, you're not going to challenge yourself? What's, what happens but when she said, meets you in real said, life? He said, uh, 
you can go out and meet somebody at a coffee shop that you're going to run into, let's say, 15 people, whereas right here on my cell phone, I can meet hundreds of people. You know, that's, I don't know. But like like we said, I mean, we're probably getting off topic right here, but um, the point made during that conversation that we had with him was that you start to dilute your mind with like, you know, being able to say like, oh, no, the next one could be better. Swipe. The next one could be better. Swipe. The next one could be better. Swipe. So you just get so used to trying to one up what you just saw. Correct. You know, and so do you take that? Do you take that same mindset to your your relationship whenever you do find a relationship? You know what I mean? Whereas yeah. this person starts to make you feel this, you feel that. It's like, you know what? I can one up this. I'm going to go and get something different. You know? Well, that's for somebody who's actually, let's say, established himself in a relationship. There's a lot of guys out there. I've got, I've got girlfriends that I talk to about this type of stuff just to get like, uh, like the outside the box perspective. These guys, yeah, they'll meet up for a date or two. They'll cancel on you. They'll hook up. They'll slam that thing down. And then poof, they're gone. Right. Sorry, this isn't really for me. Why? Because this the sex wasn't good. I mean, I I don't know. But like, so you're not going to have to do any more work. Just like the guy uh, here, at, he, right here at work. Let's say he did get into a relationship with that one. And now she's going to start coming around more. Now you're no longer going to the bowling alley. What is it? How many months is it until you start going over to somebody's house? Yeah. Yeah. Two, three, you know. Maybe we can, like, have dinner over at your place. What are you side-eyeing for? Cobra side-eyeing. That sounds good. That was the perfect answer. You know, two, three. That's, people are doing it one. Come on. Yeah. Let's be honest, man. Yeah. A couple weeks, it's like, come on. I feel you. In, in, in today's age. Yep. Okay. You know, in, today's in today's age, age. they're doing it in one. So yeah. let's say they do it in one. On Saturday night, they went bowling. Wednesday night, what they shared at the table was they both like to watch. I don't know. It's popular. You guys watch TV. I don't watch TV. Hawaii Five O. I don't know, <laughs> right? So the new Hawaii Five O is coming out on Wednesday night. They both had interest. She's like, maybe I can come over to your house because she's gonna want to investigate, right? Mm-hmm. Now she comes over there and there's just a bunch of Cheeto crumbs on his beanbag chair, right. right? Right? And she's like, and you're still wearing your and one starter shorts? He's like, no, I only have that one outfit that I go out on dates. I mean, it's just called for what it is because you never invested in yourself in the first place. Yeah. So let's say that it doesn't work out, and you try it again, and you try it again, and finally it's been like you hit a four or five-month dry spell. Ah, you've pretty much extended, extinguished all of, uh, all of whatever porn that you're watching. <laughs> so it's like, well, I've, you know, I haven't gone on any dates in a while. What I'll do is I'll just take all that money I saved up from that $100 date. Now I've got $500. That's a nice VR headset. Well, this world's actually really easy. Poof. And you don't get let down. Don't get let down. You don't get let down. Right? Yep. That's wild. That's wild. The, f- the female? What's the consequence of the male side? Um, I've, I thought about that question the other day, and this is what I thought. <clears throat> and this is going to sound brutal. But now you're not breeding anymore. Right. Sure. Yeah. So, but like you said, yep. You could, you know. Yep. But no, I, I, I do think that. I think it's another band aid, you know. Um, I think a person who would go down that rabbit hole of getting a VR girlfriend or a VR wife, whatever you want to call it, um, that same person is a person who has a porn watching problem. That's the same person who doesn't want to go out and meet anyone. That's the same person who who had, you know what I mean? And so, I do think. They have that addiction for a reason, you know. They have they that, you know, and so I think that 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 VR girlfriend is just another form of that. You know what I mean? Yep, I agree. The with root that. is still there, though. You never fix the root, and they never will know? have to fix the root they because never they've never been to. challenged, right. or they won't but challenge themselves. I ain't gonna say never because I do think that eventually, um, not everybody, but I do think some will come to a head and they will say like, "Yo, I'm still unfulfilled. Why?" You know. That, that VR girlfriend is not going to be able to hold your hand when you're driving. You know what I mean? Absolutely. You're not going to be going to the movies and, like, you're going to have to come home and, and talk to your VR you know, girlfriend Absolutely. about the movie that you just watched. Or whatever, Absolutely. You know? So it's it's not the same. The smell of her hair. Mm-hmm. You know? You can go take a shower with her. 
Yep. You know what I mean? You're not going to have that. I agree. You know? I agree. Um, but we also come from different places in time. We're both mid-30s, right? Um, I remember I used to date a girl where every weekend I would drive five hours to see her. She would drive up to see me, right? Mm-hmm. Those are the times we did those things. Yeah. Like, that's what, that's what you do. And I don't know. Cam's kind of in a long-distance thing. I want to get Cam's insight on it from his perspective at his age. <laughs> just on the distance? Um, no, just anything. Well, I you mean, mentioned, it, like, when you, when you were sitting down, you said something about uh, the downside, too. Maybe you could start there. You know what I mean? Like, what do you think the downside would be for uh, – well, the main thing I was thinking was if whoever's in that, say, the whole VR situation, all that, and if you never break that mold, and if you're the quality of guy who's just going to kind of sit in his basement and yeah. sit on VR. Eat ice cream. Maybe we're hitting a uh, big reset, and they don't need to be reproducing anyways. Ooh, Cam with the haymaker. Um, <laughs> you know? Cam with the haymaker. <laughs> You know what? I'm not mad at that. Yeah, I mean, I'm not mad at, at that. some point, we've hit. Man, I don't, I'm gonna get myself in trouble on here. Nah, do it. I like it. We hit, uh, I think, a generational pause. You think about, I mean, you think about primitive times. First off, it's like uh, strength, perseverance, all this other stuff got you, kept you alive. Mm-hmm. Um, well into, you know, times that weren't that far away, and now we're so cushy that. What, you know, um, guys like us that are actively working, we stand out so much. But at the end of the day, like, I'm not fighting any physical battles. Right. I'm not doing anything crazy. I'm just right. looking at myself in the mirror. Yeah. And that's, that's like, gold these days. That's it's crazy to me. That is crazy, honestly, to think about. Yeah. What's considered exceptional now is actually when you, when you strip everything away, like, that's, you're doing baseline things. Yeah, <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean, and that's considered exceptional. Yeah. You know. Well, to speak on on the distance with, uh, and kind of how it relates to this is, it changes the whole game kind of because you think about all the stuff that you're talking about with like can't you can't get in the shower you can't you know all this other stuff you know I'm on Facetime Monday through Friday some mm-hmm. weekends so it's essentially the same thing. Um, but when you can get with her. You know what I mean? Like you, yeah. you, you will take those moments, and they will mean the world to you because yes. you, you actually can feel the skin. And and the know? flip is that I get to look forward to that. Yeah, one hundred percent. Um, I think that's the big thing is that is from the time she leaves or I leave her, then I'm already I'm already on countdown mode. So yeah, I get yeah. to I get to run yeah. run towards that. Yeah, and uh, I don't know. I, I couldn't imagine just looking at pixels, man. Like right. For, and, and that's yeah. that you know that that's all you have. Yeah. And then the differences every every day, you know, that, that person changing and evolving, um, even their hair, you know what I mean? Um, a, a mole that pops up randomly or, you know yeah. what I mean, or a freckle, uh, yeah. anything, you and know what I mean? Imagine you're, you're, you're perfect, you know, it's going to give you your perfect person related to you in, in a second's notice we talk about this all the time people change consistently yeah. I get to watch you and grow with you as right. we go you right. know and it's I'm, we talked about this right before I'm going through this right now where you know we're growing right now yeah. and uh, and it gets hard at times but at the end of the day it's like and we're changing it keeps everything fresh at the yeah. end, you know we're I mean very common but we're so different people as as one person as separate people as a relationship everything is completely different even from a month ago to right now you know it's ever changing ever evolving if I were to just be handed my perfect person probably a month ago by and I'm over it same thing as beating a video game you know for sure for sure one of the things that you said a minute ago <clears throat> when you talked about we, we exhibit these things, we do these things, like just the basic core pillars of being healthy, right? Uh, the physical, the mental, so on and so forth. But I just hit on the, uh, the physical side of it because we're talking about just, just looking good and going to the gym, eating a, a healthy diet, ironing your shirt, 
be presentable, those types of things, right? Yeah, having a job. <laughs> having a job. Well, if you look at these things, the guys that we're also comparing to that we know personally, um, I have a kid that I have to do these things for as well, right? So it's when we go to the table and eat, I can't just eat Cheetos, right? Mm-hmm. I have to provide that example. And a lot of these guys, they don't have that example that maybe could help them grow up. I'm not saying it's an easy out. You shouldn't have a kid to help you grow. But I think it does emphasize for you to, you know, when every kid watches the Avengers, uh, for the most part, let's say, they have their superheroes. And when your kid says, are you as strong as that guy, right? Or when he compares you to another male, it says like, ah, he's bigger than me. My kid's big on that stuff right now. He's like, why aren't... Why aren't you as tall as The Undertaker? And I'm like, I don't know, man. I just don't have the genetics for it, right? <laughs> and he's like, who, who do you think has bigger muscles? You were, you were John Cena. And it's like, all right. I'm going to add some more reps to the, you know, to the deadlifts. Like, come on, man. But it was that challenge because yeah. I want to be seen as like, not as the alpha in his life, but in a way, yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, I can take care of you. I mean, right, and I can right. take care of you better than John Cena can too, right? Um. <laughs> John Cena don't love you, boy. <laughs> exactly. Nobody's stronger than dad. Though. Yeah, nobody's stronger than dad. Don't I mean? And, but I got to back it up too. You got to back it up. Yeah. You have to back it up. That's a challenge internally. But it does come out. They um, and I know we're running out of time. I think it was two years ago. It wasn't really a date. I got this phone call. This is back when I was still kind of wild and out. Not really. I was starting to come to terms. Like, what? What are you doing with your life, right? I got this uh, this phone call on a Friday at 5 p.m. They were like, uh, it was this chick that I gave my number to. And it was her birthday. It was down in the district. Like, hey, we're at the beer garden. I've got these girls. And I've only met this 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 girl one time before. Like, hey, it's her birthday. And I was like, eh, I'm not doing anything anyway. So I go down there. And as I walk through, the, through this beer garden, whatever the place is called, you know, I'm hanging out with the friends. You know, it's a good vibe. I can tell people are getting too drunk. There's this table of boys that park outside of this, you know, really nice cabana that they that they rented out. And this group of boys is out there and four guys at a table. They're all on their phones. They're snickering to themselves or whatever. And I feel like kind of the, the lone wolf in this cabana that I'm in I don't know anybody. And they're all talking about different things. So I just got there just to like, you know, because I'm a guy. I can tell these these guys. I said, what are you guys doing here? Why don't you come into the cabana with us? Come on, boys. And they were like 22. You could tell it. Fresh. Fresh. Like, no, we're, we're good. So what are you guys out here for? Uh, it's his birthday. I was like, oh, happy birthday. You guys are out here celebrating? Like, yeah, we're celebrating. I said, where are the girls at, man? This place was packed. Packed. Out in D.C., the, uh, the ratio of females to males is two and a half to one. Eligible, right? Two and a half females to every one male. Place was packed. So why don't you go talk to that table of girls over there? Look like the same age, pretty. Like, he said, no, we're okay. I said, are you nervous? Like, what's the deal? I can go with you. We can go talk. And they're like, no, yeah. uh, we got a we got a party later. We're lining them up right now. And they're all on they're all on Tinder, I think. Jeez. And I was like, oh, my goodness. That's when I knew, like, I was completely out of my element because that's the way I guess things go now. You're at this packed place. There's obviously somebody. There's a table of girls. There's one for one. There's not even, like, there's no third wheel. There's one for one right now. Good-looking group of guys. Good-looking look, good group of girls. And I said, when's the last time? I said, I want you to be honest with me. When's the last time you've actually, like, met a girl in a natural environment? And talked to her. Talked to her. They said, Never. Get out. Yeah. So I said, all right, come. You're coming with me. And I walked these guys to this table with these girls. And they all sat down. Because I, I made them a deal. I said, I will buy your next rounds if you talk to them. At least talk. You may strike out, and that's okay. But at least talk. And the guys were trying to have this conversation with this group of girls, but they're all on their phones as well. They're not giving them the time of day. So then I swoop through, and I sit down. And I engage to the point where your phones will come down. And their phones did come down, right? 
But these guys felt already so deflated, you know, they lost. It was just... So it, they jumped right back on Tinder. Yeah. 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 Man. The landscape is changing, my friend. Significantly. Significantly. But I think eventually we'll sort a lot of this stuff out. We've got a pretty good thing going here. We're going to continue this good thing going. Um, hopefully in the next couple of weeks, this website will drop. I don't know. I'd like to get some feedback from the crowd. Drop into my DMs. I, I want to know. I want to know if the three of us that are sitting here talking to all of you ladies, guys, if we were to offer something like one-on-one individual coaching, you let us know. Would you? Is that something you, that would even interest you? We just want to help. We want to give, you know, I, a lot of times I look at, at Cobra and I say to him, and I want to ask him, you know, what's it going to take for a woman to shake you? Grown man talk. You're asking me right now? No. Oh. Because <laughs> I'm going to, uh, the yeah. next episode, that's something I do want to hit on. Oh, okay. Like, yeah. this is where I stand. Let's do that. This is where I stand. Mm-hmm. This is what it will take for somebody to come in here and like, hey, man, your wife material. Right. I want to have that honest discussion. I want to have that honest discussion with people, probably in one on one uh, coaching feedbacks. That way they can see, like, this is how I can challenge these guys. This is I know where you know, you already know where your worth is. Let's put two and two together. Let's work together. The goal is just to spread love. The more love that we spread through these microphones, over these waves, over the writing, your pictures, cams drifting. I'm sure it contributes to society in some you know, some, in way. some way. In some, some way. way. You spread that love, you're going to give my kid, you're going to give Cobra's kid a better chance at having the type of love that we all deserve. My kid, I don't ever want him to be strapped into a VR headset and never know the touch of, well, I mean, a man or a woman, whoever he loves, right? Um, But I I want him to be able to, to love, to actually love. I appreciate everybody. Thank you for your time. I'm looking forward to your feedback in the uh, in the DMs.